0: Welcome to Bench on self Love Podcast. I'm your host, Anna, but you can call me Anchi. For the past few years, I've been struggling with binge eating disorder, severe procrastination issues, and a really poor self-image. Any kind of self-love has been pretty much non-existent. But I've realized I'm not alone in this, as millions of others struggle with accepting who they are, and we all fight our inner battles. I'm not an expert on this, nor I claim to be, but I have a story and I want to share it with you guys, raw and honest, with all its highs and lows. Every Tuesday, I share my experience, thoughts and tips on overcoming binge eating disorder, procrastination and tips on gaining self-love and respect. Join me and our listeners on our journey to build a healthier and kinder relationship with ourselves. Make sure to subscribe to Binge on Self Love podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts, so you don't miss any future episode. For more content on binge eating, procrastination, self love, and self acceptance, visit bingeonselflove.com and follow me on Instagram at bingeonselflove. Disclaimer: Binge on Self Love podcast is intended for informational purposes only it doesn't provide professional medical advice and it is not a substitute for a diagnosis or treatment. Hello everybody, my name is Anna, but you can call me Anchi. Welcome to the Bench on Selva podcast. If you've listened to any of the previous episodes, thank you so much for coming back. Thank you so much for your support. It means truly, truly so much to me. And if this is your first time you're listening to this podcast, welcome. It's great to have you on board. In the Binge and Self-Off podcast, I share my story, my thoughts, and my experience with binge eating disorder, procrastination, and self-acceptance. If you enjoy this podcast, make sure to rate it in the Apple Podcasts and subscribe to Binge on self Podcast Podcasts on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or any other podcasting platform you use. Today's episode is part two of last week's episode called The Labels and Limiting Beliefs. In the part one, I've given a few examples of when I think labeling can actually be beneficial, but also when it can be hurtful. And I talked about how labels can be both beneficial and limiting when dealing with an eating disorder. If this is something that you find interesting, I leave a link to the part one in the show notes so you can listen to it either prior or after this episode. Today, I want to follow up and talk about the way that limiting beliefs are stopping us from being more courageous and how they make us feel like we can only exist within a box with a particular label. I personally find limiting beliefs and labeling ourselves super interesting. It's something I'm trying to learn more about now because we do it all the time. We try to put people into boxes, we try to fit ourselves into certain boxes, and we struggle when we're not able to do it. So make yourself a nice cup of tea or coffee or anything else you like. And without further ado, let's get into the episode. So we all have different kinds of beliefs. We believe some things are true, whereas other things are simply not true. And just to clarify, I'm not talking about spiritual beliefs, about fate, but about beliefs that we have about ourselves, our abilities, our limits, but also about beliefs that we have about other people and about this world. Our beliefs form our mindset, our attitude, our behavior, our decisions, values, but also our relationships, and not just those we build with others, but also the relationship we create with ourselves. So clearly, beliefs are extremely important, as we act upon them in every aspect of our lives, both consciously and unconsciously. We act upon them in personal life, romantic life, career, health, finances, free time, etc. To give you an example, let's say you believe you are smart and good at solving problems. If you believe that, you are most likely to be good at solving problems and overcoming challenges once those problems and challenges appear, because you have that belief, you have that particular mindset. And even if you, for whatever reason, didn't necessarily solve that problem as successfully as you hoped or as you wanted, just believing that you can solve it and overcome it is giving you a much higher chance to succeed. I know this whole beliefs thing sounds maybe a little like weird, but there's really nothing mysterious about the power of what you believe. As Oprah once said, you become what you believe. In this episode, I want to talk about limiting beliefs, beliefs that are somehow limiting us, limiting our potential, limiting our growth, limiting what we can or cannot do. I want to point out that just like labels that I've talked about in the previous episode, even limiting beliefs can be beneficial and inevitable. Limiting beliefs can help us to differentiate between what is yet challenging and what is already dangerous. And that's great, that's beneficial, that's what we as human beings need. But on the other hand, many of those limiting beliefs we created are not serving us any good. They are based on something that may not even be true. Like I've mentioned at the beginning of this episode, the beliefs that we have about ourselves are extremely important because they basically determine what we're going to or not going to do. What is our attitude going to be? how we're going to face a problem, how we're going to deal with a challenge, how much capable of something we believe we are. Limiting beliefs often stop us from trying. Limiting beliefs stop us from reaching our full potential. They keep us within our safe comfort zone, making us believe that we simply cannot be able to step out of that comfort zone. If we would step out of that comfort zone, We are convinced that something terrible would happen, proving us that we truly are not capable of moving out of the comfort zone. I personally find limiting beliefs to be so important and that's also the reason why I wanted to cover them in this podcast episode, because we don't often realize how much do these little things affect us, how much power do these little things have over our decisions and our moves and things we do or do not do. I'm gonna share some of my limiting beliefs later in this episode, but I wanted to say maybe there's something you always wanted to do. Maybe you really wanted to change something in your life, but you always failed to do so because you felt like you can't, like you're not deserving to be happy, like you're not capable of these changes. And that's why I think addressing the limiting beliefs is so important, because By identifying those beliefs, we can better understand why we often stand in our own way, and we can change those beliefs. So here are just a few examples of what the limiting beliefs can look like. If you believe you are too incompetent for a job position, your beliefs will probably stop you from performing your best and they may even prevent you from trying and proving yourself wrong. Maybe you won't apply for that job because you're too afraid that you, not, you do not have enough knowledge, you don't have enough experience, you're not capable of performing this job. But is it really true? Is it based on true evidence or is it just your worries or is it just your limiting belief? Another example, maybe you believe you're not smart enough, so you probably won't try to do something you believe is not in your power. Maybe you won't apply to the school of your dreams, maybe you believe you won't pass the exams, maybe you just believe you're not as smart as somebody else and you let those limiting beliefs affect you in a negative way. Another example that I think we all can relate to is that you may believe you don't have the power to change something, to change some situation. So you won't simply attempt to change it and you will just accept what is. And yes, it's definitely true that sometimes we cannot control and change what is. Sometimes it's simply not in our power. But very often we have the power to change something that's not making us necessarily happy. But we choose not to because we believe we can't. In the part one of this episode, I've shared with you the labels that I've been given by other people, which are shy, introverted, and dull, and I've shared labels that I give myself by myself, which is procrastinator, binge eater, and failure. And because this podcast is all about being honest and transparent, I want to share with you some of the limiting beliefs that I've identified I have. I'm pretty sure that I have way more than just these few, but these are some of the limiting beliefs I've identified. Number one, I cannot do something because I never could. For instance, I can't finish something because I never finished anything. I can't succeed in anything because I never succeeded at anything. Number two, I'm not good at this. And number three, I have no control over this. How do these limiting beliefs look in practice? Well, I think I simply can't do something because I never could. Whenever I am facing a challenge, whenever there is something I would love to do or love to try, the limiting belief comes into play and says you wouldn't succeed at it anyway because you never did. And my problem is that I jump to conclusions very quickly and I often give things like 50% of my energy and I expect 100% outcome. And very often I start something new and when I don't see results quickly enough, I quit. I'm like, this is not for me, I suck at this and I simply can't do it. Unfortunately, I've acquired this attitude and I apply to everything that I try. A few years back I wanted to be a DJ, so I tried it for like a couple months, but I felt like I wasn't getting any better. The truth is, I wasn't getting any better because I was giving it like 50% of my energy, not like 100% of my energy. So I quit thinking I just can't do it. The same happened to me with yoga, with starting a blog, also with dealing with procrastination. And to be completely honest with you, it's hard to win if you have an attitude of a loser. If you don't believe in yourself that you can do something, how can anybody else believe you can do it? If you believe things are out of your control, which is something that I often do, then you're going to have the there's nothing I can do mindset and you're going to apply that in every situation you deal with. To give you an example of what I mean, you can't affect whether someone will like you or not, but you can always control how you're going to react to it, how you're going to let that affect your future relationships, for instance. If you're going to come to a conclusion that It's my fault. Nobody will ever like me. I'm never going to open up in a relationship ever again. That's when you're choosing to give up your control and give it to the limiting belief. So what exactly is the problem with limiting beliefs? I think there are many problems with them. Number one, we don't question whether those limiting beliefs are actually true. Isn't it sad how difficult it is for us to accept a compliment, a praise... Accept kind words from someone without questioning whether it is true or not, without doubting whether that praise is true or not. But how easy is it for us to accept something negative about ourselves? I feel like we too often jump to a conclusion of how incapable we are, how not good enough we are, how undeserving of something we are, how unsuccessful we are, and we don't really question whether that belief, that conviction is true or not. But we need to realize that few mistakes don't make us a flawed person. Few unsuccesses don't make us an unsuccessful person. And having our hearts broken a couple of times doesn't make us someone who doesn't deserve to be loved. But problem number two I think there is with limiting beliefs is that limiting beliefs become an automatic cycle. Once we create these limiting beliefs about ourselves, we start acting upon them. For example, let's say that I believe I am a terrible student. I believe I am not good at studying and learning new things. So I will apply this belief in my attitude. I will do everything to avoid studying because I want to avoid these feelings of being uncomfortable and proving myself how stupid I am. So I will study less and I will then get a bad mark or I'll fail an exam. And this will only strengthen my belief of how terrible student I am And the next time it's time to study, I will automatically apply the same attitude, the same behavior, the same limiting belief. And so it becomes this automatic cycle when it's hard to see what's causing what and what's the actual truth. Am I a terrible student? Do I act like a terrible student? Or do I only believe I am a terrible student? Another obvious problem with limiting beliefs is that they hold us back. They hold us back from reaching our fullest potential, just like labels and labeling ourselves does. When we are labeling ourselves or other people, we are automatically assigning them certain expectations. If I label myself as a genius, I'm going to expect nothing but the best from me. If I label someone as a procrastinator, I'm going to expect them to procrastinate, to always finish things the last minute, to be stressed out, and I definitely won't expect the highest quality from them. The same applies to limiting beliefs. They don't allow us to grow on any level, personally, in terms of relationship, career-wise, etc. Therefore, I think it's important to face those limiting beliefs and really question whether or not they are true, because most of the cases, they won't be true. A problem number four with limiting beliefs is that limiting beliefs give us a sense of comfort and reassurance. What happens with limiting beliefs is they repeatedly convince us that we are indeed right, and we can't do this, and we're too old, too ugly, too dumb, too weird, whatever. And with it comes the feeling of self-pity, which is something I've talked about in this podcast too, in one of the previous episodes. It's always easier, or at least more comfortable, to stay where you are. As much as it sucks, at least you know it sucks. And with limiting beliefs, we have this sense of comfort. We know what to expect from ourselves and what to expect from other people. Nothing that will be out of that label, nothing that will be out of that box. So limiting beliefs basically become an excuse. One last common limiting belief that I would like to mention is age. We often believe we are too old to do something, where we are too old to change something, and I honestly have this belief all the time. And this is one of the limiting beliefs I dislike the most, because in most cases, it is just a false belief. Age is just a number. All that matters is how you feel and what you believe in, But to be completely honest with you, I completely understand when someone has this limiting belief because I have it too all the time and I am just 26, almost 27. And I often feel like I'm too old for so many things. I feel like I'm too old to start a business, I am too old to choose a different path in my career, I feel like I'm too old to learn something completely new. And it's bullshit, honestly, it is. You are never too old to change. You are never too old to start something new. Age is just a number. For example, if you want to start a business, but you're worried that you're too old and that it's too late, don't be. There is no age cap to do so. Even if you wanted to study at a university, but you didn't have the opportunity to do so, why not do it now? Like, age is still just a number and when i talk with my friends and with my family we always get to the point when when one of us says like i wish i had done this when i was younger or i wish i took that pad when i was younger and i'm always thinking like we can't obviously change the past but we can still take steps in our present and build the future we want try the new hobby explore the new career do whatever you are afraid to do just because you believe you are too old for this so, now we're moving to the part what can we do to change the labels and limiting beliefs we created about ourselves and about other people? The key to changing the limiting beliefs and the labels is to identify what those labels are and what those beliefs are for you. And really be honest with you try to come up with as many limiting beliefs you have about yourself and with as many labels as you have about yourself. For me, that would be not good enough. Weird, ugly, failure, and for limiting beliefs that would be 100%. I can't, I'm not capable of, and I have no control over my life. Identifying those labels is important because it's essential to know what you're dealing with. It's like with facing your fears and dealing with your problems. You first need to identify what those fears are, what those problems are to be able to face them, so you can move on to the next step, which would be to question those labels and beliefs. Are those labels and limiting beliefs actually 100% true? Do you have bulletproof evidence that you're not capable of something, that you're not good enough or smart enough for something? Think about how do these beliefs limit you? Are they in the way of what you want? For instance, I would love to write a book. I always loved writing and putting my thoughts on paper. But I always believed no one would ever read it because, I mean, I could never ever write something that could be considered as good. But is it really true? Am I really such a bad writer? And even if I would be a bad writer, is there something I can do about it? Sure, I can take a writing course, I can practice more, I can write more, I can read more. And if I would do that, eventually the only thing that would be stopping me from writing a book would be my internal belief that I am not capable of writing a book, that I am not good enough to write something good. And that's how I think it is with labels and limiting beliefs. I think the only way to get rid of them and to get rid of the beliefs and labels that limit us from living the life the way we want is by facing them, facing the labels, facing the limiting beliefs and questioning them. Are they really true? And I'm pretty optimistic in this and I'm sure that it is possible to get rid of those labels and it is possible to get rid of those limiting beliefs and change them for more positive ones. So that's all I have for the part two of labels and limiting beliefs. I hope these two parts here was at least a little insightful and maybe it will inspire you to take a look at the limiting beliefs you have about yourselves and the labels you give to yourself or to anybody else and you will start to question whether or not they are indeed true. I always love to hear your feedback on any episode, so make sure to write a review in the Apple podcast or send me a DM on Instagram at bingentzalzalzalzalzalzalzalzalzalzalzalzalzalzalzalzalzalzalzalzalzalzalzalzalzalzalzalzalzalzalzalzalzalzalzalzalzalzalzalzalzalzalzalzalzalzalzalzalzalzalzalzalz If you have any suggestions for future episodes, feel free to DM me on Instagram or send me an email at ANCI at BingeOnSalva.com. Thank you so much for tuning in today and talk to you soon. Bye! Thank you so much for spending your time listening to Binge on Self Love podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to subscribe to Binge on Self Love podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss any future episode. You can find more content on binge eating, procrastination, and self-acceptance at bingeonselflove.com and on Instagram at bingeonselflove. Talk to you soon. Bye!